Hey everybody, this is Flavio. Before we start the next episode, I want to make sure that everybody's aware that at the end of this episode, when we're talking to Straw's Kitchen, Dave over at Straw's Kitchen, he offers an unbelievable offer, a free offer, not just a couple of percentage points off. He get, he offers a free offer on one of his classic lunches, so you want to make sure that you stay tuned. Uh, we got a good episode coming up. We have Insider NJ, co-founder and general manager. Peter Anelia, uh, and then uh, and then we've got Dave down at Straw. So enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo, and we are up to episode 15 of the Hawthorne Towncast. And I want to thank everybody that listens, everybody that sends comments, both of you. I appreciate you too, Mom. Um, and I, I, uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's, uh, that's given up their time uh, and, and energy to, to come on the podcast, to introduce themselves to you guys. And uh, I, I encourage you to go visit the, uh, the restaurants, the services, all the places that, uh, that, are, that have been on previous podcasts. And, you know, hey, spend the money in town, will you? Keep the town going. Keep the community strong. Today, we have a very special guest. We are outside. We're sitting outside at Blackjack Mulligans. It is November 18th. It feels like it's about 28 degrees, and we're sitting outside. Why? Because we can. They have the heaters out here. Uh, they really made it nice. They have the tarps. They're talking about maybe putting you know larger carport-type structures here. So you, know, you could still come out, still feel safe, still socially distanced. The closest person to us is nobody. There's nobody close, closer to us. So, uh, yeah, I encourage you guys to come out. Uh, we have with us Pete Oneglia. Now, don't make the mistake of pronouncing it Oneglia. That's how it's spelled for all you, you know, American folk out there. It's Oneglia. Pete Oneglia. He is co-owner of Tap Into Hawthorne. And you heard of, you heard from John last week. John is, is here with us again. Say hello. Hello. And uh, so we're happy that he was able to join us. And he's also the general manager and founder of InsiderNJ.com. So InsiderNJersey.com. I'm going to let him talk to you guys. Pete, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you've got a dog to pick up, so we're going to keep this very, very brief, right? <laughs> well, yeah, thank, <clears throat> thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, it, it was nice to have John, and I thought, you know, why not have the... Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought uh, John did an excellent job, you know, talking about the uh, the Tap Into brand, you know, both as a um, national model, right down to really all the different specific town locations. I mean, all, all the Tap Into sites are, you know, hyper-local, um, I, I by, love that idea. I absolutely yeah, love that. You know, idea. run by people in the community who, basically, you know, we we live what we're writing about the content. You know, um, right. And and you live in town. It's like yeah, tap right. into Hawthorne. You're in Hawthorne. So that you know, they're not just doing this for the buck, right? <laughs> right. I, I, for a while, it, it was pretty much a subsidized public service. Which right. Was, it was it was, was pro bono. It was pro bono. And, and really, more of the credit goes to goes to John because John is you know day in and day out. In addition to working with me at Insider as my one of my right hand men, and he has a lot. Of, he's, he's a journalist with Insider too, and writes some really in depth and, and unique pieces. But um, yeah, they're 
there's always a lot going on locally, and I know a lot of times he's, you know, he'll be at something at 10 a.m. and then 1 p.m. and then doing <laughs> Insider and Jay stuff in between, and then he's up late. We're, we're always up till midnight, 1 a.m. on a lot of days. We never go to bed early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, you know, well, we, I, we never get to sleep in too much either. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, and I, I love that you guys are uh, very accessible. You know, you can you can go on tap into Hawthorne.com and dot com, right? Dot org. Dot net. Dot net, okay. Net. Tap into Hawthorne.net. You can go, you can click on John's icon in the top left hand corner and send him an email. Shoot him a, a phone call, you know, whatever, to get if you have information and and uh, you want to get it out there and you want people to, you know, tap into Hawthorne is gonna cover Hawthorne. So if you see things going on, you know, communicate. Don't talk to each other on social media because that goes nowhere. As as you can tell from social media. <laughs> but Speaking of... Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, j- just a quick note on accessibility. I, by the way, I like when Pete talks because it allows me to have one of these shrimp, which is... <laughs> so the more Pete talks, the less shrimp Pete's going to eat. They have this appetizer. It's like a shrimp in a garlic and butter and just awesome sauce with uh, some toasted bread. And, and the bread, he's right. We're going to need more bread. And I guess from my end, the, pretty soon the shrimp won't be accessible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you were going to say, but I apologize. I was going to say, note about, to expand upon that a little bit, I, I've always thought, um, or always believed, um, you know, one principle that I always try to live by, um, ever since I got my start in politics uh, and government, and certainly in media, is, you know, is the notion of accessibility. Yep. I think for a lot of people, no matter what industry you're in, the most maddening thing can be when you reach out to somebody and they don't respond. Oh, it's awful. Or you don't get anywhere, whether it's an email or a phone call. And not that I can, I get bombarded with emails all the time. A lot of times it's impossible to answer certain things. Sure. But by and large, certainly within our own networks, I try to get back to people at least with an acknowledgement that that you got it. I understand that you communicated with me and right. I will do what I can. Yeah, even if it's one of those emails like, I got your email, I'm tied up, I'll, I'll respond within the next 24 to 48 yeah. hours, something. I've, you know, and a lot of times I, sometimes I play a little game with myself if I'm in front of my laptop uh, in terms of accessibility where if somebody emails me, I'll try to see how quickly I can respond. And there have been times in my Gmail where I swear to God, it registers that I have sent the reply before they've actually sent me the email. Really? Yeah. See, all right, so how do people send you an email? <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about that, because I know that uh, that you, you're the general manager, and you founded Insider New Jersey. Well, co-founder. Co-founder, okay. Wanna, co-founder. So Don't, don't want to besperge my fellow uh, I want to go back to, to, to when you were young. Like, what inspired you? Which came first, Insider NJ or uh, Tap Into Hawthorne? Uh, Insider NJ, but... Um, I had heard about Tap Into and had read Tap Into, specifically Patterson. Um, the first government job I had was working for uh, our hometown senator, John Gergenti, who left office in 2011. Uh, I think he still I, has, doesn't he still have an office down here? No, it's no, just it's, a sign. It's, Is it, it just it, a it sign? It used to be an office, and then it became, when we left office, it became a lice treatment center. Ah, okay. Um, I think a Senate office was better. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, lice has its place. Or at least yeah. the removal of lice. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I, I had read Tap Into uh, Patterson. I think at that point there was called the Alternative Press back then. And I 
I got to know the publisher a little bit, and we had talked about, and this is, this is actually going back 2012, 2013. We had talked about doing it in, in Hawthorne, but you know, eventually the timing wasn't right um, and whatnot. And I, I, I was here, there, and everywhere working on campaigns and uh, different things. Eventually, uh, I worked in the assembly for a couple of years. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go back to that because I know you have you have, you know, you have a political background, which which obviously. You know, lends itself to Insider NJ. So, so back before, like, what what got you inspired? What made you want to work for Senator Drugenti or get even get involved in politics? Um. Well, the the, the short answer with Senator Drugenti is because he asked me. Um, okay, fair enough. But, but why would he? I mean, it's not like you're walking down the street and he's. You know, I well, need when, somebody. When I was younger, and John and I went to grammar school together. And, Oh, that's cool. Right we were at St. Anthony's. At St. Anthony's? Yeah. yeah, both both interested in politics. You know, I, I was the first one to sign up to do student government, and I'm not sure what it was about politics or government that, uh, that I'm sure there were a lot of factors that attracted me to the sphere. So nobody in family that that inspired you to get involved. It was just something from from your heart. No, so. I mean my, my my parents, of course, in, instilled in me you know democratic values and certainly our, our history teachers at. Uh, this St. Is, Anthony's, that's that's a, a podcast yeah. for another time. Anne-Marie <laughs> Peterson. Anne-Marie yes. Peterson. Yes. A shout-out to Anne-Marie yes. Peterson if you're listening. Great Very meeting. strong, yeah. Great great teacher. One of the all-time all time best. Look at that. You're hearing that uh, from Pete Onelia, and you're hearing that from John yes, Van Vliet. Always so. remember our roots. <laughs> right. Um, but that was probably our, my first taste of the government or quasi-political experience as best can be experienced through something like student <laughs> government in a small right. grammar school. But, you know, it's, it's, it's cool that a teacher would have inspired you like that. You know, yeah. You know I, what I mean? Listen, it I, doesn't hit everybody the same way. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of people who are interested in politics and government, but there are also people who are able to do politics and right. do government. And if you're in the political sphere and you're successful or you're an operative or something, you you know what that means. Be, being involved in politics, it's it's not just what you do, it's it's how you think. You know, there and that that can be a pain in the ass sometimes for, for people. Because like I always think politically. I always you know if I go out to dinner with my friends and there are other people, I'll sit there and I'll I'll think you know, I got to make sure I have my own quorum at this table. How do I make sure I have a majority so nobody tries to like overtake me? And this is for now the dinner. Wow, and great, this was like you were eight years old, right? Well, that. <laughs> that, 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 that <laughs> but it's just you know, it's 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 a way that you think. It's it's instinctual. Um, in addition to all sorts, obviously, uh, campaign type stuff. You learn, you hone your skills, but there's a certain amount of uh, innateness and instinct that goes into politics, sure. goes into policy, and, and goes into government. Because there are a lot of people who get involved in politics, they stick around for a year or two, and then they, they get disillusioned, they or they realize, yeah, they realize they want to do something else, or they're not cut out for it, um, or they just don't like the general nature of it, which a lot of people don't. Which is why I'm doing this, <laughs> and I'm not in politics. Did anybody, doesn't he look a little bit like a young George Bush? Has anybody oh, ever told you? You get that no, a lot, right? I, I don't, actually. You don't? Usually, no, they, they, I've heard people say Ed Sheeran, not not Bush. Yeah, I can see a little Ed Sheeran. Maybe. I, Just certain smiles from this angle <laughs> is a little bit of that <laughs> George Bush. Yeah, oh, and, and your hair. <laughs> should, should we note that the tap into is, is bipartisan? Well, yes. of course it is, yeah. Well, tap into is bipartisan. Insider and Jay is bipartisan. Um, obviously, you know, I came up through, um, you know, I work for Democrats. Obviously, I am a Democrat. That's not a... 
you know, it's not a state secret or anything. Um, but as far as, and John can tell you, like, with Tap Into, if there's anything politically that I'm involved in or anything like that, I, the, the buck stops with him. I, I don't ever try to, you know, push anything, and there really isn't anything that I want to push anyway. Same thing with, with Insider NJ. Like, I, I'm not a reporter. I do all the business stuff. But obviously, coming from the political world, right. I have a very unique perspective on things going on in the state and the people that I know. Um, there are plenty of people who oh, you have, I... You have access. You have more access. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, I know a lot of people, and I don't talk about who I know because, you know, they'll give me a piece of information, I'll give it to our guys, or I'll, I'll chew on it and, um, you know, put things together. And, you know, John and I, obviously, we talk all the time about different things to help kind of shape our understanding of things going on in sure. town. If, if I hear that something's going on, I'll, you know, shoot him a link to something or send him a text, you know, hey, be on the lookout for so-and-so, or maybe we should take a look at this, and then the ball is in his court. And same thing with, with Insider NJ. So so tell us, tell us what is Insider NJ? I looked at it, I started getting a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I, I kid, of course. Uh, but, you know, it, there's it's a ton of information. I mean, you've, that's a lot of yeah, it's. Um, How would you describe I, Insider NJ? Yeah, you know, I there are still times where I struggle myself with finding the perfect way to describe it. Um, on the face, it's a news site. I like to think of it uh, more so as a like a political intelligence network. That's yeah. There's I get that feeling. You know, there's original stories. There's press releases from political and policy organizations all around the state. Um, you know, helping. Helping them to get their message out. Um, See, and the importance of that is, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people sit home and they're like, "Why is this happening? Why is that happening?" When there's a there's a site like you know www.insidernj.com, right? Yeah, and and we generally try to go a level deeper yeah. and connect all the different things happening in the state back to sort of the main narratives or the main torque points or how it fits into what's going to happen next week or next month or... And it's know, the real information. Year. It's not what people are getting on social media and passing to one another. Right. I mean, it's all, you know, it's all source-based and, and based on things that are going, you know, things that are going on, whether it's in the state house or, you know, in the diner booth with party chairman or, um, you know, something that a specific legislator is doing or a political uh, mover and shaker is doing because what somebody does in, you know, say Burlington County... For example, could have an effect on what happens in Ocean County. Something that you know the state party chairman does will have an effect on you know uh, this county and that county or this legislator and that legislator. So a lot of things are interconnected, especially when you're dealing with the New Jersey political world, which uh, compared to the population at large, it's, it's a very small world. You right, know, there, sure. there are people who um, have either been in office or they've you know they run lobbying firms or. You know, they run an advocacy shop and they, they've been around for decades and they have institutional knowledge and they're looked up to and they're respected. And if they make a move, other people follow and it can set off a chain reaction. Right, right. You know, so we try to game it all out. In addition to doing things like, you know, like various publications and lists and rankings, which, you know, people love because a lot of people want to see their name in print and see where they stack up. But there's also a value there because, you know, who else is going to gonna tell you where how does the political world align at this moment in time? Right. Or where, does, where do these people stand in relation to those people? Uh, today we just put out our, our annual power list, which is, this is our 
fourth year doing it's a, it. It's a big 2017-18. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the power it's list? That, that's a, it's a publication. I think this year's was about 75 pages, which was a little bit shorter than some of the past ones, which have been like 100, 115. But it's basically a um, top 100 ranking um, or a ranking of the top 100 most powerful people in the state. Not including elected officials, because otherwise it'd be all elected yeah, officials. Right, so, so there are no elected officials in the list. It's, no. It's the other hundred. Yeah, it's, so we're talking about lobbyists, county party chairman, the oh, ones who have over the, over the past year have either proven their power or adeptly exercised their power or have had some sort of impact or made some sort of major change in the state. That That's cool. Um, yeah, and and we, that's great also because every once in a while, you, oh, not every once in a while, but every election you see names pop up that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. But then if you if you look at the list and you realize, oh, wow, they've done this and they've done that. They're. Yeah, I mean, chances are, you know, if, if one of my neighbors read it, they might not know, you know, anybody 90% on it. of the people yeah, yeah. on the list, if, if anybody. If you're in the New Jersey political sphere, chances are you know everybody. On right. It. That's cool, uh, though. That's so how do people find it? Do, how do you find it? Like, how do you find that list? On your website? Oh, it's um, well. I mean, if you go on the website, it's it's in the top carousel now. It's, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so, it's on there. so you can go to n, insidernj.com, and right on top, you pick up the the top 100 most powerful non-elected people right. <laughs> yep. in, in the state of New Jersey. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and and, and we do you know throughout the year, um, we do other publications as well. Um, this year, obviously, because of COVID, everything kind of got pushed back. So we were doing, sure. like, every three weeks it was a publication. But we do a Policymakers one, which basically highlights the, the policy brains in the state okay. as best as possible. because The often, ones that are coming up with policy. Yeah, I mean, oftentimes, you know, New Jersey is such a politically charged state uh, in a way that, that's different than a lot of other states. Like, we don't have an off-season, you know. Um, so explain that. There, explain that for me. There are other... There are other states where maybe politics isn't as big a deal as it is like in, New in Wyoming. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a blood sport like right, it is in New right, Jersey. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, certain states, I, like I think New Hampshire, or Vermont, um, are up there. They only meet like a couple times a year. Oh wow, yeah. Out of, you know, New Jersey meets like year round. It's, it you know, they stop. take you know summer breaks ne- and, and winter breaks, but yeah. you know, it never really stops. Yeah. Um, and it's you know, it's it's a big industry here in New Jersey. Yeah. But going back to the the policymakers. It's such a politically charged state that sometimes the policy folks, the people who really are instrumental in putting together the, the, the policies or the legislation or the ideas that the political people and the legislators are, you know, trying to push through. Right. We thought we wanted to, um, you know, pay tribute uh, to those people who don't often have a spotlight uh, shown on them. Another publication we do, which is one of our most popular one, is uh, the Millennials one which is a bit of a misnomer because it's really millennials and all the generations and others. underneath. <laughs> yeah. I, I generally try to keep it, you know, like 35 and under. And what's that? What's the millennial? It's basically, again, it's a top 100. Uh, of the most powerful millennials? Yeah, yeah or the, the top up-and-comers. Okay. Um, and people, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're making money. That no, 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 it means no, no, it's yeah, just no, they're, they're right. influential or right. they're making... Yeah, or they've done something that has really stood out. Groundbreaking, yeah. Okay, but the millennials cool. one, my general um, guiding principle that I attempt to follow um, is that there are millennials who are doing something for other millennials politically or who are building up 
younger people in politics. Okay. Or they're an example for for other younger people in politics. Right, right, right. So I would kind of think like if somebody there was a young kid, you know, high school kid, I want to get involved in politics. Who are some people around me who I could look up to? I would say read that list, and I guarantee you'll find a couple of inspirational stories, or you know, you'll pick up a couple of tips. Oh, that's cool. Uh, now, can people like can people go on InsiderNJ.com and look at previous issues? Oh or? yeah, yeah, they're they're all on there. Okay. Uh, in so fact, if, we we have a page on the website if you go in one of like the top uh, the drop down bars there's like a publications page which has, has them all in there there's links to all of them and then like the embedded PDF so they're all there in one, on one page so so guys I mean you know if you want to know more about what's happening in politics in the state of New Jersey and, and you know like Pete mentioned something could be happening in, in Burl- uh, Burlington County that will directly affect Passaic County or Bergen County sure. you know I mean every every county has a voice and every people within it so it's it's a good way to stay informed and i noticed that when i went to your site i noticed that there's a place that you can sign up if you want you know just daily updates yeah so one of the things that um uh that i do every day in addition to john who um probably does about half the work on it (laughs) uh, is the morning intelligence briefing which is basically like its own little world I like to think of Insider and Jay as its own world, right. you know, that we've created. It's, it's policy, it's politics, it's interesting it's, things. It's, it's very, it's very focused. You know, yeah, there, yeah. there's a place for for everything. Yeah. I always think that there's a, a symbiotic relationship, you know, between our, you know, our little world and the people in it, the the political people and the government class, who primarily are, are our audience historically. You know, they they give to us, they give us information, and we synthesize it and put it into a readable format, and sort it all out respectfully for them. Right, right. Um, so the morning intelligence briefing is kind of an extension of that. It's, you know, it looks like a, almost like an intelligence cable or a briefing and it's... Classified. Yeah, it, it's basically like, you know, snippets <laughs> of, of everything that comes through the, not just the site, um, but we'll scan news sources um, for political news and different government news throughout the state. Check, try to check all the main, all the you know Bergen Record, Star Ledger, Burlington County Times, Trentonian, Press of Atlantic City. Throughout that, this there's probably like twenty that we check yeah. on, and, and and more if there's something. So, so you go through all those papers and then yeah, put yeah, out and that we, morning, and, we and you do that yeah, every, every, day. every day, except for if there's wow. a day where we want to take off and, and weekends. Yeah, the weekends. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God. Well, because, everybody takes off on yeah, the weekends, because right? Because that that takes it takes a couple of hours a day to do, and that was something that I. Started, I imagine so. It was something that I started as a. Because we wanted to do when we first launched in February 2017, we knew we were going to do, uh, you know, an email. So this coming February is your fourth year. Yeah. Okay. And well, we could have done something yeah. simple, you know, just like, you know, a, a couple of links or something, or uh, you know, like the header of an article, and that was pretty much it. But I say, you know, let, let's take it a step beyond and try to try to do it in a readable format, link it all up, and you know, make it look really cool. And so it started as like a side project. Yeah. Sort of just something that, you know, I figured, yeah, you know, take a couple of minutes each day and then it grew. And then, you know, now people read it all the time. And there are people who, uh, you know, like any audience for any news uh, organization, you know, there are people who maybe they, they just use an app or they just, you know, uh, check a specific section or something like that. So there, there's a section of our audience who they just read the morning intelligence briefing. And that's how they get all their that's it. That's how they get you know, cool. New Jersey news. Maybe they click on a link or two if, if we're lucky because obviously we want to drive traffic back to the site. But... Yeah. Um, how many how, how many clicks do you get? Like, I mean, do you guys do you guys monitor that uh, for for the email? Or yeah, just in, just in like people clicking articles and going back and forth. Yeah, we, we can track all that. You know, it it 
it really does depend on on the uh, depends on the day, depends on the season. And Obviously, election on. season. There's always a lot more, yeah, uh, a lot more people than on say a holiday. But you know, there were times during the height of COVID nineteen where we we effectively turned the site into like a public service announcement generator. So yeah, counties yeah. would be sending us information. We'd be synthesizing it. You know, we created a, a COVID update do. center. Which, yeah, we, we still, still do, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see you got the, the mayor's letter, yeah. letter always comes out. So, you know, there, <laughs> there were days where we were getting, with, with Insider, you know, 50, 60,000 people, even 70,000. Wow. Which, which for the general audience for like an insider type political site is you know maybe 15,000 a day yeah, yeah. Take, which is pretty good so you know to have days where we're getting 70,000 people um, you know was, was pretty pretty well inspiring alright so before we wrap up is there any so you got your, February is going to be your fourth anniversary mm-hmm. is there any like like what's the biggest story you covered or the biggest scandal or the biggest thing or oh, you know is there one in particular that jumps out it was like that Atlantic City thing oh um I you know there have been a we have such a diverse group of uh, writers starting with our our main editor and main reporter Max Pizarro who's um yeah I saw his name just on the, the yeah he, he's just the um He's just the best when it, he understands politics. He understands New Jersey politics, and he's literate. Uh, <laughs> so he knows how to tie everything together in a way that I, I don't think anybody else can. That's awesome. Um, he's written some tremendous pieces over the last couple of years. Um, too many to even name. Uh, John has, has created some very very unique pieces. We have columnists who everybody writes unique things, so it's tough to pick one. Um, standout piece because there are so many of them uh, but John mentioned Atlantic City one uh, about two years ago um, Alex Zidane who's now the host of Chasing no Power and Politics he was on Chasing News I think and now he's on Power and Politics he just became like a, an internet celebrity by telling somebody who was heckling him that during a broadcast to buzz off people thought he said F off and that made him so I'm like oh, I'm like uh, insider that's what it takes he wrote a piece um, about two years ago that detailed um, Atlantic City politics specifically with the mayor at the time who, who had just he had just won election Frank Gilliam who's now you know, been convicted of, or he pled guilty to um, uh, a couple of federal crimes. As a, Just a couple. seems to happen in Atlantic <laughs> City every so often with, with the mayors down there. Um, but there was this whole thing where people were turning on him and they were saying he was, you know, he was a psychopath and all sorts of things. So Alex went down there and, um, you know, I, I don't remember if he interviewed the mayor or not, but um, he spoke to a number of different people and really got the ball rolling on this whole thing about how the city was in crisis, there was a crisis of leadership, and the mayor was, you know, not doing too well. Right. And we see what happens a year later, because then the FBI came in there and all sorts of stuff. I'm not wow. saying that they were directly related, but um, there was enough in that piece to get people to start asking questions. Um, and it also chronicled just the general uh, nature of Atlantic City politics, which is just as cutthroat um, as any other urban area, in the state. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so that was a standout piece. We, but we've had a number of just really tremendous 
pieces. And by and large, I would say the uh, best articles or columns uh, or posts, and this would go for Insider or Tap Into, are the ones that really try to get to the heart uh, of the story and offer context and offer you know contrasting viewpoints and ultimately come to some sort of truthful uh, and factual uh, conclusion. You know, we live in a world now where, and even on the local level, we see it sometimes, and we, I certainly see it, sitting at, sitting at the crossroads of media and politics, um, is, you know, you're, you're either liberal trash or you're, you know, conservative fascists or this or that. It's I mean, I get, control. I get control. called, you know, I get emails every day. I get people on all sides. Out. Yeah, people, you know. There's not a lot. If you want to be loved. Those types of things. I, I No, know. no, no. Those, those ones, I'm not that, that accessible. I'm, I'm not going to rush to respond to, to tell you why I'm not, why I'm not a conservative fascist and not, you know, liberal trash. But that is the world that, that we live in that, you know, people nowadays seem to only want information that fits their, fits their preconceived right. conclusions. People don't want to look at facts anymore, and even even the general notion of facts have, you know, come under uh, uh, come under question by a lot of people. Well, and I, it's such a polarizing yeah. world that we live in. Yeah, yeah. And polarizing and, nation. I think you know the greatest thing that we can try to do, whether it's on the local level with Tap Into or Inside RNJ, is try to give everybody. A little bit of voice as best we possibly can. Sure. Try to synthesize it, but you know, offer the platforms, um, tell people get their message out, and yeah. you know, people can agree or disagree. But here it is: people can be the judge, and they can say whatever they want. Right, right. But it's it's not it's not little sound bites that people are tweeting to each other or retweeting yeah. or you know. It's and and I like that. I like that about the site. Every once in a while, somebody will you know they say, oh you know you're. Even if just by hearing, if you're in media, mm. you know they say, "Oh, well, you're biased." And I, it's like, I wish I had the time to be biased because I there's, there's just no time to you sit do there hear and some like crazy stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Do hear yeah. Some crazy. And and I think too, there is a, a lack of understanding in some regard. Just for example, like today, I received a message from someone who don't who did not identify himself, um, asking why we weren't covering Hunter Biden. Has nothing to do with our business, you know. <laughs> we, we know <laughs> it's the nature of the beast, right? We've specified our, our audience, we cater to those audiences, yeah. and we deliver the relevant stuff for that. Right. But to what Pete was saying, I think sometimes they just see you as like as you are media. Right. If you're not, you should be covering my agenda. Right. My, it, yeah, they go confirmation <laughs> bias. My so, rhetoric right. is, should be on your front page. Even if that's not your job. I was doing that for tap into. Tap into all Yeah, I said, well, if Hunter Biden comes to town, we'll write about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, what, what, part of, what part of Hawthorne do you know? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, uh, it's insidernj.com. You get a lot of great information. Sign up for the daily briefings because, you know, it might not all be of interest to you guys, but, you know, you're going to get some nuggets here and there, right? I mean, it's it's like any, anything else. There's going to be some things that are going to affect you. It might not affect you right now, but could affect you down the road, could affect you, you know, the next election, whatever the case may be. So, InsiderNJ.com. And then also remember, and I'm going to talk now so that Pete can have the rest of the shrimp because he did a lot of talking. Uh <laughs> And, and remember, tapintohawthorne.net is where you're going to get all the information 
about Hawthorne. And, you know, share it with your friends. Share it with your neighbors. Share it with your relatives. And even people, you know, friends that moved out of town. It's a great way for them to keep their toe in Hawthorne. I, I, you know, I got a lot of friends that graduated high school and, you know, you see on the community boards and they're still involved and they, oh, the Hawthorne Theater, that was one of my favorites. I haven't, I haven't been back to Hawthorne in 20 years. So, you know, share it with them so that they can keep, keep up with, with what's going on in town because you never know, one of these days you're going to come back. Everybody does. Uh, Pete, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank and, you for having me. Yeah, and uh, I look forward to uh, to signing up for the briefings because I'm not I am not a political guy at all, uh, but you know it, it's it's I, I like the idea of getting the the facts from a reputable place instead of looking online and having people complain about what's going on. Well, I, I would say just to add, if if we can act as a bridge between somebody like yourself who says they're not that interested yeah, in, yeah. in politics, if we can act as a bridge between you and your government and the people in power, um, then it's beneficial to both. Because Absolutely. those in power need to understand what's going on on the ground level. Sure. Uh, and vice versa. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and guys, you know, sign up. Go to InsiderNJ.com. Uh, you got a couple of Hawthorne guys here that are doing some good in this world. So support the paper. Go to uh, tap into Hawthorne.net. You know, sign up, subscribe. It doesn't cost anything for any of this. They're they're providing free services, free information flow, and you could sit on your couch like you're doing now, and <laughs> or in the car, and and download the information. And you you know, it's 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 readily available and it's free. So I encourage you guys to do that. Pete, thanks again. John, thanks again for joining us. And uh, we're going to enjoy the rest of the shrimp. I've already finished my, uh, my. I think it, I guess it's Irish mule. It's the <laughs> Irish 69 mule or something. Uh, so, guys, thank you so much. Next week we're going to do a just a brief Thanksgiving edition. I know that some of these run a little long. Uh, my hope is that you take the time and, uh, you know, listen to it over a couple of days, three, four days. Uh, coming up next, we're going to go down and see Dave at, at uh, Straw's Kitchen. Used to be J.T. Straw, so I'm going to ask him why he changed that. Um, not sure why, but now it's the Straw's Kitchen. And uh, we'll talk to you from, uh, from Straw's. Thanks, everybody. All right, everybody. As promised, we are down on Lincoln Avenue on the corner of Lincoln. And what's the name of the street? Uh, Loretto. Loretto. See, once you get into the Glen Rock, the, the, the Fairlong Glen Rock streets, I don't know where they are. So we're on the corner of Lincoln Avenue and Loretto, and we are at Straw's Kitchen. And I know everybody listening has passed this like two, three times a day. It used to be called JT Straw's, and I'm with Dave, the owner of Straw's Kitchen. Dave, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, that you were able to take the time. I, 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 I especially love to eat. I'm Italian. So uh, I love a good uh, good meal, and, and now knowing that you are like the king of barbecue in Hawthorne, now I know where to get my barbecue. Yeah, that's that's our specialty. Um, we, we do a lot of catering for barbecue, uh, but right now we're doing breakfast and lunch. We incorporate a lot of the barbecue into that. You, uh, you incorporate barbecue into breakfast? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, we do all sorts of crazy things, brisket biscuits, you know, we'll put brisket, pulled pork, uh, chicken on on your typical egg sandwiches that you might not find that on. The brisket is 
probably our biggest seller right now. Anything I put the brisket on, it's a, it's a big seller. Really? You yeah. do briskets on biscuits? Brisket biscuits, yeah. A little maple syrup drizzled on there. Yo. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. What time do you guys open here? 7 a.m. Till? Till 3 p.m. And then Saturday and Sunday, it's 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I have to tell you, I love, we talked a little bit, and I love the fact that you're closed for dinner because of why? I just, I, I don't want to do dinner anymore. <laughs> I just, Because you have a family and you'd like to see them every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, I just, uh, it's, well, it, honestly, breakfast and lunch was something I always wanted to do. Uh, and I was looking at another place uh, to purchase it, and that's kind of what got me on this path. Um, but that didn't happen, so I had my space here available, and I said, well, I'm going to give it a shot over there. I mean, I have everything I need, you know, state-of-the-art kitchen, everything. I just need more customers. Yeah, well, it's beautiful, and I tell you, you know, you guys listening for, for, for COVID safety, you know, it's limited seating, but takeout is tremendous. You guys do Grubhub. You guys are, what's Foodie Taxi? Is that a new one? Yeah, they're brand new, actually, in uh, Foodie Hawthorne. Taxi. Yeah, they're based out of Hawthorne. They're local. Oh, I got to talk to that guy, really? Yeah, yeah. Dorian's his name. Um, we just we just started with them. I have to touch base to see where we're at. But yeah, they're local out of Hawthorne, and they're just the neighboring towns around here. So guys, on, on Facebook, you'll find them. Run a search for Straw's Kitchen and, and like it and follow it because some of the foods that he puts on there are unbelievable. I know when you put that roast beef... The roast beef, you know, yeah. it sounds pretty simple, but if it's not made right, it's awful. Oh, of course. I mean, everything everything that I do is, is done here. I've got smokers, you know, because of my barbecue background. Uh, so the, everything's done here. I'm not buying cold cuts or anything like that. Um, you know, the roast beef is smoked for four or five hours. Wow. And it's, you know, everything's done with thermometers and... Yeah, that's that's the way I do it. Yeah, and 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 it says a lot when, you know, you're in a place like this and you've got your own smokers to, to, to smoke all your own meats. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah. So also you can go to strawskitchen.com, take a look at the menu. Um, I love the fact that that because of COVID, a lot of the restaurants that we've talked to, there's no menus anymore. Everything's online, which is the way it should have been all along. But COVID kind of pushed people in that direction. Yeah, well, I mean, for safety reasons, you know, they don't want people touching menus and then other people touching the same menus, um, which is which is practical for sure. For my for my sake, because this concept for me is a, is a little newer, I'm I'm still in the experimental phase with designing my menu. You know, right now our cheese steaks, our burgers, uh, are our biggest sellers, um, but the the roast beef uh, or jus, that was a big one too. Um, I hope that one, you know, really works. But here it's, it's you know, I come up with these ideas and, and I run with them. And if they work, they work. If they don't, they don't. And, you know, as it gets busier, we'll reintroduce certain things. So as far as a menu goes, the most updated menu you can find on a given day is strawskitchen.com. It's that's that day that menu 
will be the most current menu you can find for us. Yeah, and so understand something. This is not somebody that just has a bunch of food in the fridge and he's going to roll it out every day and you're going to see the same foods on the menu every single day. You're, you're updating that pretty frequently. Every day. Every day. All day. Yes. <laughs> Which is why it took me a while to get yeah. in here. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's three new items that went on there today that I, that I thought of. What and, were they? Uh, one is uh, a bit, it's a biscuit with uh, fried chicken on it with uh, honey barbecue. On a biscuit? On a biscuit, yeah. The biscuits, I'll tell you, the biscuits seem to be really, really popular. I think one of the reasons is it's not, it's not a major commitment like a sandwich. And, and people can buy a couple different types of biscuits and they get a little bit of variety. Nice. And who doesn't like a good biscuit? Yeah, exactly. Everybody likes a good biscuit. So, so they're open for breakfast. You go online, go on, on strawskitchen.com, take a look at their menu, and order something. You guys have passed this store at least two or three times a day uh, and probably didn't even realize it was here. And certainly, if you haven't tried the food, you need to try it. I know that there are a lot of people listening. I've seen it on the community boards that rave about this place. It's, it's, can people, can people eat in here if they come oh, in? Oh yeah, sure. We do get people that eat in here. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I know you have a couple of tables. I see there's hand sanitizers all around. Uh, there are signs, you know, if you don't wear a mask coming in, you don't come in. So th he's taking every precaution so you don't have to worry about it. But if you're concerned about it, call up. And if you want it delivered, Grubhub's going to deliver it. Foodie Taxi, which apparently is a local, a local, uh, a local food delivery place can deliver it or Uber Eats. So you don't have DoorDash, you got them all. Well, if you order directly through uh, strawskitchen.com, which we recommend, uh, we deliver through the site, the online site. Oh, you do? Yeah. I have the third parties uh, that, that, are, that I use, but I urge everyone to go to strawskitchen.com. One, the menu is the most current menu. Uh, I just don't have the time to update, you know, all the other third-party platforms like I do my own platform but uh, you know basically when it comes to delivery DoorDash delivers our food for us really so it's the same as if you were ordering from DoorDash only it's cheaper it's gonna cost you less and you're gonna have the most current menu well that's kind of a no-brainer guys so <laughs> so go to strawskitchen.com and just order it through there and you guys would, yeah, you guys yeah, would that's, deliver that's the way to do it you're not by doing Uber, DoorDash, Grubhub, you're just paying more uh, for basically what I can do directly through strawskitchen.com. So we have, a, we have a customer that's just walked in, so we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. All right, we're back. The guy was ecstatic to pick up his, uh, his, his roast beef sandwich. He got lost, but he found it and uh, pulled up, came in, wearing his mask, and uh, picked up his sandwich. All right, so, so just to uh, to ask, like, all right, so a lot of a lot of listeners out there, I probably never eaten here at Straws, so I'm going to ask you, Dave, what would you recommend if someone for the first time is going to come to Straws for breakfast or come to Straws for lunch? What's the one thing that you recommend they should start with? The the breakfast sandwiches, I mean, my personal favorite. I, I love the sausage breakfast sausage uh, or the pork roll. So. You know, your, your basic uh, New Jersey uh, classic, it's iconic, pork roll, egg and cheese. 
only uh, we can take it a step further and we put it on a nice buttered croissant. We, we butter the croissant, we toast it, and then we put the ingredients on that. And the difference between having it on a roll and that, it's, it's night and day. So that would be the first thing would yeah. be, you know, I, I'm from North Jersey, so I got to say Taylor ham, egg and cheese, but we'll honor the pork roll, egg and cheese sandwich. And you're saying on the toasted croissant. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. All right, guys, if, you, if you're listening and you haven't had breakfast here, call up, order it, pick it up uh, and try that out. Now for lunch, if someone's going to try Straw's Kitchen for the first time for lunch, what would you, uh, what would you recommend? Our no, two biggest sellers, uh, probably the burger. Um, our burgers are, it's a tri-blend, uh, it's a proprietary blend that, that uh, I use. Uh, it's short rib, brisk, uh, brisket, and chuck. It's made by Pat LaFrida. If you're, if you're into burgers and beef, you know who Pat LaFrida is. You know the company. They supply meat to the, to the leading steakhouses in the world. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're, your burgers are a combination of those three meats? Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why they're so juicy. Uh, it's hard to eat one of my burgers without the juice just dripping down your face. It really wow. is. <laughs> you got to get Straw's bibs. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> Burger bibs. It, it is a difference. Um, uh, I do cook it. You know, I'll cook it any way you like it, but I do tend to, to cook it. You know, medium rare, um, unlike a lot of the other, you know, uh, fast food or uh, fast casuals out there that cook it well done. Everything in the corporate world has to be well done, yeah. but we'll cook it the way you want it. Um, but it, yeah, the burger, the burger itself is unbelievable. Um, and it's the kind of burger where less is best. I mean, some of my best burger eaters, they, they don't get a lot on the burger. You know, pickles, maybe some onions. Yeah, the meat stands stands and, alone. And that's it. They want to taste the meat. Yeah, exactly. They don't, exactly. don't want to hide it. And, and that's, that's really... That's the way uh, it should be. Yeah, no, that's that's it. It's all about the meat. Same thing with the cheesesteaks. We, uh, we used Pat LaFrida's uh, shaved ribeye. And oh. uh, I offer it in uh, four ounce, uh, eight ounce, and as of today, another new item on the menu because somebody who's a, a big time eater suggested I add more steaks so now we have a, <laughs> now we have a 12 ounce option do you really yeah how big is the roll it there it, it's 12 inches for the, the half pound and the three-quarter pound and then for the uh, four ounce it's six inches okay wow <laughs> that sounds no awesome. it's, it's it's a lot it's it's a lot but if you want it, it's available. If not, you know, hey, half pound works for most people. How about if somebody comes in and says, you know what, I want a pound? I'll give him a pound. All right. Hey, he's here to <laughs> please, you, guys. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> he's here to please. Yeah, if there's, any, if there's any, you know, that's the thing, too, with the menu. It's, if I can do it, I will do it. You know, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, that's not on the menu. Um, no, if I have the ingredients or I can make it a certain way, I will do it. That's what we're all about here. So you know, you guys, you guys can call him up and challenge him, and and give him a uh, give him a chance. You seem like a guy that's up for a challenge. Always, always. <laughs> and he knows his meats. I mean, the fact that I didn't even know. I, this is how dumb I am. I didn't even know that that was the thing. Blending different meats. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just no. always thought it was it. It's ground beef hamburger. Your better burger places and and 
steakhouses that they're, they're using a, a blended type of beef. Oh yeah, for sure. I found that that blend works best for me. Um, you know, it, it, the short rib and the brisket. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. It now, really is. now, if someone wants, if they they're gonna have a party, they're gonna do either a uh, Super Bowl party or, or you know end of COVID party or a wedding or a birthday, whatever they're gonna do. Do you guys do you guys cater? Do you guys have catering opportunity? Yeah, you do. Yeah, we 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 do any type of catering. Uh, our specialty is is barbecue, but you know Super Bowl we do a lot of wings. We'll do uh, different size heroes, things like that. Um, I'd like to. I, I usually require two to three days notice, um, but I work with the customers on the number of people they anticipate having, and then we'll portion and price everything accordingly. I try to take the guesswork out of the customer's nice. hands and, and, and take care of it. I mean, it's, this is what I do. So for you to look at a catering menu and go, oh, I need a half a tray of this, a full tray of that, how do you know you really need that? Right. You, you've know, been doing this long enough. I know if someone says, listen, need. we're going to have 20 people over, what do you recommend? Yeah, I can. I, it's a science for me now, and I've done it for so long. You know, and it, and most most of my customers they really appreciate that. They don't want to. They don't want to guess. They don't want to try to figure this stuff out. On that's their own. that's the tough part because the last thing you want is to run out. You know, you oh, you, you oh underestimate. No, that's, that's a that's a sin. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. run out of something at an event, you'll end up on the community pages oh, on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> oh no, with, so, with social media now. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, tweeting it as they're running out. Walking on eggshells. <laughs> One negative review and. Oh. Now, what's what's the biggest event that you've catered? Uh, last February, just prior to COVID, we did a big uh, benefit uh, in Glen Rock at a church. We had yeah, we had a four hundred and something people. Really? Yeah, it was it was originally supposed to be a beef steak. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with a company called Nightingale. No. Um, Beef steaks are basically you're eating little pieces of steak on bread with butter. Right. <laughs> it's it's a it's a Passaic County, uh, New York thing. It's if you ask anyone in a, in other parts of the country what a beef steak is, they'll look at you. They they'll have no idea. Right. They'll think it's some sort of steak. Something. So you, yeah. My friend wanted me to do this for them. They weren't happy with Nightingale, and they look they were looking for another option. But I'm not familiar with with uh, beef steaks and filet mignon, and it's too expensive of a meat to be, you know, messing around with if you don't know what you're doing. So we ended up doing something a little different, and we did brisket on the bread, and we also had a chicken op option, which went over really big Ugh. with uh, people that didn't eat beef and women. And I love brisket. When brisket is cooked right, it is just... Oh, yeah, this is... Uh, I always say, and when I'm online, uh, no teeth required. Uh, <laughs> you can gum your way yeah. to the sandwich. Well, it, it, <laughs> That should be that way. It should be that tender. A funny, a funny story. I had a guy come in here. They were working. They're from Pennsylvania. And the guy said, listen, I need something really, really tender on your menu. I said, okay. Uh, I'd like... He said, something I can chew, basically, without teeth. <laughs> he left his teeth in Pennsylvania. 
<laughs> True story. And I said, all right, I'm, I'm, how about the brisket? Our brisket is super tender. You put a little, uh, we'll put a little gravy on it for you. It'll soften the roll up. And those guys, I think, were in three straight days for lunch. Really? It's, yeah. Where were they going to go with no teeth? He had no teeth, the guy. That's, that's awesome. That's how tender it is, all right? Yeah. So for anybody listening that has no teeth, you have an option here at, Straw, at Straw's Kitchen. But to bite into that hamburger with the, uh, with the blended meat. So if you're coming to Straw's, come for breakfast, make sure you order the pork roll, egg and cheese on a toasted croissant. If you're coming for lunch, make sure you try one of his burgers. Cook the way you want it. I like my medium rare because along with the, I, I mean, I just, I like the juice. I like the juice to soak yeah. it. I want that last bite of hamburger to be, to that bun to be so juice-soaked yeah. that you can eat it with no teeth. Oh, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it can be a little messy, but you'll enjoy it. All right. So now I, you know, I, I always put the guys on the spot. Um, for, for the listeners, that for the people that are listening that come in and, or they go online or they call you up and say, hey, I heard your podcast, what, what can you offer them? you have anything that, uh, that you can offer out? Yeah, well, since we're talking about burgers, we'll, we'll do a burger. We're going to do, uh, it's our Jack Straw's Cheeseburger. Um, this one's going to be called the uh, Jack Straw's Cheeseburger Deluxe. It will, basically, it'll have lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, our what we call our epic sauce and uh, cheese and then you'll also get a side of fries with it so you'll be able to try our burger our french fries we use uh, Jersey Shore boardwalk uh, fries oh, nice. they're, yeah they're like the fries you used to get when you were a kid yeah seaside sure yeah absolutely there people love them actually I had a customer the other day wrote on Facebook uh, he called them iconic. So really, yeah. That no, bring, the that fries are really that good. Everybody who's had them noticed the difference between the fries we were using and the, and these fries. And I I just I upgraded because I wasn't happy with the fries we were using. These fries are great. So you know what I love? I love that it's I I get the impression that the food you're making is food that you would want to eat. You're not just making food for the sake of making food. No, no. If I've tasted everything, I'll <laughs> I'll sit here and make something in the daytime, and I'll taste it before a picture of it will ever go out on the wire on Facebook. I may not eat the whole thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to know what you're what you're but making. I'll make it so I can get a picture of it, and I'll try it. And there's been a few times where I've said, "Oh, I'm not sure yet," <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I, I try everything, and yeah, I'm going to make it like I want it. All right, so you the know. Jack Straws Burger Deluxe with the with the iconic fries, and what what do they pay? What's the cost? Nothing. It's free. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Once you once you try once you try this burger, and I recommend not overloading it with everything, but. You know, that's me. Some people do like lettuce, tomato, and all that stuff on it. But try one bite without. But, yeah, it's... Once you try this burger, you're you're going to be hooked. And our burger specials, just to give you an idea, we have burger specials with the fries. $6.99, $7.99, $8.99. We incorporate bacon, all sorts of things. So you're not going to... You're not going to spend a fortune to eat here, and you're going to get quality food. When we have specials, we don't 
we don't change out the burger, you know, to a cheaper burger. It's the same stuff. So this this Jack Straw's Deluxe Burger is the same burger that you'd make? It's the same burger, yeah. All right, so guys, just for those of you that, that didn't catch what he was saying, he's offering up a free Jack Straw's Burger Deluxe with all the trimmings and the the... the the Jersey Shore fries for free just for trying it just for calling him up and saying hey I heard you on the town cast uh, I'd love one, to try one of your burgers and and if you have if you have eaten at straws take the time to go on social media you're on there anyway and and give a recommendation let people know what you feel about it join Yelp if you're not part of Yelp get on Yelp and, and put down a five-star rating. Tell them, tell everybody what you think of the food here. So he's offering up a free, that's pretty much a free, that's a free lunch. You got a free lunch. And and just for just for listening and coming and trying it out. And you're going to be hooked. No, you will. Yeah. Yeah, so this is someone, if he wasn't that confident about his food, he'd give you like 10% off or he'd throw, you know, a small Coke for free. But obviously, he, he has a lot of confidence in the food he makes. So go online, check it out, strawskitchen.com. Uh, go to the Facebook page, sign up, like his page, and you'll get to see his daily updates. And, and the pictures that he takes are outstanding. And, uh, and, and call him up and order your Hawthorne Towncast free Jack Straw's Burger Deluxe. Uh, Dave, I, want, I wish you all the best here. I know, I know it's been difficult through covid um, just just one thing on the special, it's a it's a phone in special that needs to be picked up. We're not offering this online. Um, it, right, you have yeah. to hear it and call up. Yeah. you want to give the number so they they have it handy. Yeah, it's nine seven three three zero four one five zero eight. All right, if you're not listening this to this on your phone, open up your phone. I'll give you a couple seconds. Open up your phone. Get to your phone. And then dial 973-304-1508. And then press call real quick and then hang up real quick. That way that number's in your phone and you don't have to worry about it. Now you have it. And then later on when you stop, you're at a traffic light, you can put the name Straw's Kitchen so then you remember what the number was. Uh, I wish you all the best. I, it's, it's, to me, it's a great location because... You know, if you're if you're headed down to the heart, the, the the Parkway, you're headed to Route 80, and you're coming down Lincoln Avenue, it's great to stop here and grab a breakfast. So you can call up ahead of time. Call up while while you're making your coffee. Pour your coffee in your mug and come. Stop. Pick it up and go. Right. Or buy a cup of coffee here. They, Do, it's a dollar any size coffee. What? Yeah, dollar any size coffee. Really? You can get a 16 ounce, 12 ounce. We've got. Some different, you know, flavors you can add to it, but yeah, it's a, a dollar. dollar any size. Dollar Why any would size. you even take the time to make coffee at home? You can get a 16 ounce cup of coffee for a dollar, and pick up your your pork roll, egg, and cheese on a toasted buttered croissant. All right, guys. Uh, so now you know what to do. And if you're looking for something for uh, for any any upcoming event, give them a call and just talk to them. Tell them tell them how many people you're having over. You know, obviously during COVID, everybody knows you're not going to have more than 10, right? <laughs> so I think that's 10 per floor, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so call him up and, and put together a menu. And uh, if you want to try it, he's giving you the opportunity to test drive 
is is infamous burgers. So give them a call. Order the uh, the Jack Straws Deluxe. All right, Dave. Thanks again for coming on. I know how busy you've been. Thank you. All right, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, we're gonna have a, a, an abbreviated edition next week because it's Thanksgiving, and I know nobody wants to listen to this long enough. So <laughs> I'm gonna make it very short next week. But uh, you guys all have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Hometown.